my light and my salvation. I've noticed something the last couple of weeks, and maybe it was because, you know, the, the fall semester kind of ends and it's colder, there's been snow, and people just want to go home. And so I noticed at the beginning of this semester, the first couple Sundays, is this renewed enthusiasm. It's like, we're back, you know, that it's a new year, new semester. I feel refreshed a little bit after Christmas break. It's a new beginning. I've, I've actually, the last couple Sundays, like, I, I've met a bunch of new people. And then at Newman Night and different things, I'm like, there's new people. And there's, a, there's an enthusiasm there. Not that, not that people have found what they're looking for, but they know where to go to find it. That where we're going to find the hope, the light, the answer is in him. Jesus shows up today in this region, this that we keep hearing this phrase, the land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali. Why, why do we keep hearing that? Why is that important? Those two, the area is kind of up in the, the, around the Mediterranean. It's, it's by the Sea of Galilee. But for the people in his time who, who heard this and heard this prophecy of Isaiah, it was the area where the um, Assyrians had come in to conquer them, to exile them, to fight them. And so to bring up that area, it was, it was an area where great darkness came into their lives, in their history. And they said, and the prophet says that in that same place where there came a lot of darkness, the Messiah, the Savior, will come with his light. And so you hear some of these phrases of what the prophet says. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone. You have brought them abundant joy. For the yoke that burned it, burdened them, the, the pole on their shoulder, and the rod of their taskmaster, you have smashed. What that tells us is something about who Jesus is. The Jesus... That Jesus' first place to go to bring his light is the place of greatest darkness. That's why throughout the scriptures, the people who feel the farthest away from God, it seems like Jesus just likes them. And then they respond. Well, it's the same way with us, that maybe even as we sit here tonight and we feel really disconnected from God, we feel like maybe this cloud and it's like, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know where God's calling me. I'm not even feeling, I'm just I'm numb or I just feel overwhelmed. That's the darkness we're talking about. That that's precisely the place that Jesus wants to go. What does he want to do? He wants to dispel the darkness, ease the distress, bring light bring a return of joy, and relieve whatever burden we're carrying. He's the one we need. I, yesterday I was over at our uh, exciting basketball game, one by two points, pretty cool. Um, 
And I was walking around kind of talking to people, and I was talking to some of the administrators, and one of them was saying how, because, you know, it's funny, uh, they think of me as just like um, the hope guy, you know, like, like, you're the guy that's just there for those students who really are depressed or something, you know? And, and I was like, no, 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 well, whatever. But so, <laughs> I don't know what they think of me. But he's like, you know, there's just been a lot of depression and there's just a lot of heaviness and anxiety. And I, I don't know, Father, I don't understand why these people are so like, I don't know, just feeling suicidal thoughts and this heaviness. And I think what they need to do is, is like go out and, and do something and um, do something positive and, 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 and that, that's, that's the answer. And I'm like, you want to know what the real answer is? It's the one who brings hope. The one who wants to descend, who, who chose to descend into our darkness in order to fill it with his light. That when I'm on my own, it, it can be overwhelming. And, and if I have to just fight harder and just figure it out, that's overwhelming. I, I can't do it. I've tried it. I feel hopeless. If it's up to me, I feel hopeless. I need someone stronger than me to pull me out. That's exactly what Jesus, that Jesus is the one who's with me. That's, that's what gives us hope. What gives me hope is to know that, that the Lord has a plan to save me and to redeem all things. That he doesn't run away from me in my brokenness, but he actually comes closer with his light. That's what we need. I was inspired yesterday. We had an event here where a bunch of students got together and we did a training to learn how to better be a small group leader. And it was inspiring for me because there were like 28 students who showed up and some of them are like retreat small group leaders or whatever and just other small group leaders and and so the whole day they're sitting there learning about the Lord and how do how do we help build community and and how do we give a place where students can ask questions and feel known and just grow in faith and at the end of the day I asked I asked them I said what if you could just put one word on this day what would you say and they said words like inspired, excited, equipped, motivated, hopeful. That when you and I, when we open the door and let the Lord come in and then allow him to move us, that it, it reinvigorates us. It brings hope and life. That today in the gospel... Jesus goes to this region, and what does he do? But he calls forth people from the darkness. This, this area, he calls forth Simon, Peter, and Andrew, James, and John. That the same thing Jesus wants to do with you and I is he wants to come to where we are and to call us out of that. Not, okay, well, once you're perfect, then I'll call you. He's like, no, 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 I know where you're at, and I call you as you are, and I invite you to come after me. And, and I want you to go with me. I will share my light with you so you can bring the light to other people. And, and to be honest, there's, there's nothing more exciting, there's nothing more fulfilling than to bring people what they truly need. 
what, what, what I am thirsting for, what this campus is thirsting for, is, is Christ. To know that I am known and loved as I am, that there's a reason for hope, that I have a Savior who seeks me out, and everything that's burdening me, he wants to take. He wants to hear all about. And so our possible response to this invitation is to choose, even this night, is to kind of almost hold out whatever heaviness, whatever burden, whatever darkness, whatever fear, worry, whatever it is that we're experiencing, to hold that out to the Lord and say, Lord, this is where I need it. This is where I'm at. And help me to know that you're with me, that I'm not alone. And we have the invitation every day to turn to him in prayer, to allow him to not just be part of our lives, but to be the center. And so that no matter where I go or what I do, that his light is with me. And so this week we're going to start adoration in the chapel, exposition every day. And so maybe an invitation would be before class, after class, between classes, not during class, but um, is to come and just sit with the Lord to take a breath, to be reminded that I'm not alone. That I can be renewed by the one who wants to be with me, the one who comes into the world as the light of the world, that he too desires and can be my light and my salvation.